everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of Hoosier Hometown Heroes. I am your host and navigator, Tony Val, and today's show is a super treat for me. You know, one of my favorite things about being in business is the relationships I've been able to form over time. I'm convinced that when I look back on my career, I don't think I'm going to be counting all my nickels. I think I'm going to be counting my friendships. And today's guest is Jerry Canope. Uh, Jerry created and runs the very interesting um, business development networking uh, company, Affinitates. And Jerry is just, he's just a great guy. I've known Jerry for years, and uh, it's my absolute pleasure to have him on the show. I think uh, if you are in business, and certainly if you're in business development, um, stick around for the show because uh, we all can learn so much from Jerry. I think he is he is one class act. And uh, of course, uh, before we get to the interview itself, let's get another quick perspective. Let me uh, invite over to the microphone. Come on over, Technical Director Lewis Robert Val. Lewis, welcome back to the show, my friend. Howdy. So you've had a chance to uh, listen to the Jerry Canope interview, and uh, hopefully you have a nugget or two you can share with our audience. I think so. Good. Uh, so to encourage the listener to stick with the interview and see it through, let's talk about what's in it for them. Lewis, what is the heart of the matter for this interview, at least from your perspective now that you've listened to it? It was really good, and it's a message we can't hear enough. Okay, and that message would be? Be nice to people, and good things will happen. Hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like that, uh, all I really needed to know I learned in kindergarten book. Have you read that one? Did not need to. I lived it. Ah, good point. (laughs) Touche. Well, thank you, uh, Lewis, for your insights. You're welcome. And, of course, for insight into your own computer network i must thank our sponsor prometheus consulting prometheus is indy's trusted outsourced it department prometheus has been serving local indianapolis computer networks for 20 years reach out and call prometheus today at 317-733-2388 find us online at prometheus.com and that's p like peter r o m like mary e t h ius.com. And now, please enjoy my interview with Jerry Canope. Jerry Canope, welcome to Hoosier Hometown Heroes. Thanks, Tony. I appreciate your having me. So, Jerry, uh, you and I have known each other for a long time. Yeah. And... I've always known you as a relationship guy. Mm -hmm. So when I heard recently that you finally created your own business, I got super excited because um, I always wondered, you know, what your specific vision would be for helping others leverage relationships to, uh, to build revenue, build their businesses. So... The company is Affinitates, and here we are. And I want to learn 
all about it. I want to dive in to uh, to your company and your vision. I thought where we could start is the name. How did you come up with the name and what does it mean? Well, that's a, that's a good question. Um, for me, as you said, everything is all about relationships. And so as I was thinking about different names, uh, you know, first I thought, could I just use my name and Canope, which as odd as it is, there's already organizations out there that use that in the format I no wanted kidding. to use. Yeah, who Holy would have, cow. Who would have thought it? So being founded on relationships, affinitates is actually a Latin word for relationships. So that everything I evaluate, everything that I look at, whether should I get involved or should I not, is based on whether or not relationships are important as to whether or not it's successful or if you don't have it, it's going to fail. If those aren't aren't there and that's not the case, then I, I'm probably not a good fit for that. Interesting. So let's let's dive into the to the concept and and to your organization, the organization you're building. Give us an intro. How does it work? What are you doing day to day? Well, the the key to me, and and I think I think where we have the most fun and where we have the most success is when our our work, what we do, is really aligned with who we are what our priorities are, our purpose, our why. And for me, it's, it's one of those that I have always, I have always just uh, embraced and really got excited about helping other people accomplish goals and, and to move to the next level and to do great things. And, uh, and whenever I can help them do that, it, it just meant a lot to me. So I wanted to put together an organization that helped people get to the next level and, and really help them primarily through giving an opportunity for them to tell their story about who they are, mm-hmm. what makes them who that, who that is, to communicate, communicate that to others. Jerry, is it safe to say that that Affinitates is, is mainly deals with uh, sales or, or inter- introducing companies kind of in a in a business development fashion, it, when, when you talk about helping other people, you know, I'm, I'm, I imagine you're not necessarily saying there's a bit, maybe you are, there's a business owner with a legal problem. Somehow the Affinitates network is going to help them, or is it that widespread? Um, that's, a, that's a really good follow-up question. <clears throat> and, and a little story in terms of, I think, to kind of communicate where this really fits is where you know, if you picture these attorneys, I'd have people coming to me all the time saying, I am so busy. I don't have time to go find new business, yet yes. I have to. I, I make really good uh, money per hour when I'm engaged, but I also have to find the new things. And, sure. and it's one of those, they don't have the time to go out and looking for things. But the reality of it is they could, they could be the, the solution to somebody's problem out there but that's somebody out there doesn't know anything about them. And so what they'll, what they'll do, if, if they're one of my clients, mm-hmm. they'll engage with me to help bring the right people together. Now, so your question, to answer your question, is it kind of business-oriented or is it other? It tends to overlap. But yeah. primarily, the belief is that good business starts with the right relationships. Mm-hmm. And so if you and I can get to know each other, have conversations. I understand you really well. I really know who to connect you. I'm better prepared to how to connect you. Yeah. If we if we connect on that kind of personal level, so 
when they tell their story of who they are and what they do, that resonates with these other business leaders that are sitting around the table. And it ends up, hey, we need to get together some more. Uh, I need mm-hmm. to, I, I want to find out more about what you do. And so it's really not like a networking type thing that people are really accustomed to. Primarily, those a lot of times are focused on salespeople, business development people. Yes. They go to these activities and, you know, the, the people that are there are people just like them. Where often, they really want to get in front of the business owners, yeah. the executive decision makers, because those people want to meet others. They're just tired of people selling them stuff. Sure. And so if they could have an environment where it's non-threatening, it's a giving type mentality, which is important. Um, it just it just makes such a difference. I've been to one of your events, and we can dive into what those events are like and how it fits into the to the whole vision for Affinitates. But I will attest to the fact that it, it is certainly non-threatening. I mean, it, it, as a matter of fact, it feels rather exclusive. Mm-hmm. What, can you get into how, do, how are the events run and what, what are they like? Well, the, the important thing to me, I think what to really stress about it is that it's not, it's not about me. It's sure. about those others that are there. And so what I have to do is figure out how to, when Tony Val comes there, I have to figure out how can I make this a success for Tony? It's, is it because these other people, or is it by these other people learning who Tony is, where he can make a difference, or is it just he needs to meet some influential people that, can, uh, that has a need for what he does? So I, I, I put a lot of effort into that, and then I, I just facilitated in such a way, my mind is always thinking, how's this gonna add value to, to Monty? How's this gonna add value to Tony? to chip or whomever may be there. Um, that's, that's sort of a general answer to your question. Yes, yes. And again, I will attest to the fact that uh, you you are very good at kind of, you're, I see you as a facilitator, a relationship facilitator. Yeah. You're there, you're the, you're the bedrock, but you don't get in the way, you don't have this agenda that kind of, you know, butts heads with everyone else's agenda. I think I've said to you before, I've always thought of you as the, uh, you, you remind me for some reason of David Letter, David Letterman. <laughs> without the beard. And maybe without the stinging wits, you know, he can be very stinging. You're, you're just, you're this friendly facilitator, very good at what you do, but it comes, it comes through as very understated. You make it look easy. I think that's what I'm well, trying I, to say. I appreciate your saying that. And, you know, Tony, I think it gets back to the not getting in the way is a mistake that I think we often make. And, and I've made it many, many times to where, you know, I think you should meet someone. And then I want to be part of the conversation in a detailed way mm-hmm. after I make that connection. We're sitting there talking. The reality of it is if I stay there, I tend to get in the way more than I facilitate. Now, I certainly need to help get it started, but once it gets started, I need to get out of the way so the two, the two individuals can find out if there is something there. Is there some synergies? It could be great people, but hey, we're not a fit for each other. Sure. And, and that's okay. Um, you can meet great people and not do business with them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah, so I, 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 I like how you characterize yeah. that. Let's go further in describing the events 
And as I said, I've been to one event, so I, I don't. They might be very different from one another, but I gather that they're not. The, uh, in terms of just headcount, the event I attended was maybe 15 people. Is that characteristic? It is. Um, I firmly believe that you needed intimate interaction as opposed to some mega type event. Yes. You know, I've I've been to some events in the, in the past, and I've been part of events in the past to where there'd be 300 plus people there. There'd be a great speaker and, and I loved them. They were great. But when it was all said and done and I reflected on it, you know, really, I, I, didn't, I didn't in a purposeful way, in a positive way, start a relationship with anybody. It was, we all got in there, we heard a great message and then, and then we left. What I want to happen, and I think what our community here really needs is there are so many good, positive business leaders here, I think they just need to get together. And so initially, my focus was, let's just, I'll get the right people together and great things happen. And, and that, mm-hmm. that is true. Yep. I have seen that. Yeah. But then as time has gone on, and it's been a while since you attended, yep. as time has gone on, I've recognized that's not hitting my vision in terms of what it accomplishes. Because if you come to one of my luncheons, and you're telling me what's on your web page and what's in your brochure, I'm gonna forget that by the time I get to my car. And if that happens, my model won't sustain itself. Mm. People have a lot of energy when they leave, yeah. but if it goes away within 24 hours, I'm not, I'm not doing what I want. And so I've been, I've been very deliberate in setting expectations when people come to this, be prepared to tell your why, your purpose, more so who you are as opposed to what you do. Mm-hmm. I care about the relationship of the two, but these luncheons are just a starting place. And if you can get a relationship started, as opposed to just trying to churn transaction, that's gonna be so much so much more impactful. Uh, often, often I'll tell people that, you know, if you could take whatever your industry is, and, and it really doesn't matter, but if all of you look alike, you and your competitors look alike when you put them on a shelf, um, then you're just a commodity. But if you're a decision maker at a company like that, and it makes a difference for you to have a meaningful conversation with other people that are relevant and are interested in it, if you're having a conversation for them, with them, makes a difference to where they say, ah, oh, Tony, you're not the cheapest, but now I understand why. Yeah, there's a connection, there's a relationship. Then that's that's where I think the the best things happen. Yes, yeah, I, I love the concept. I love the concept. I'm going to take just a moment and check my spelling here. Okay. The website is affinitates.com. A f f i n i t a t e s. Did yes. I get that right? Yes, you okay. did. Okay, affinitates.com. Um, I was on your website recently, and all the tons and tons of preparation work I did for this interview. <laughs> You're a true uh, professional. <laughs> I. One of the things that stood out to me that I think is kind of neat, there, it's it's exclusive. It's it's are, are events truly by invitation only? Yes. Yeah, I think that's so neat. Well, and here's here's the background of that is that if I have ten people sitting around the table, one is if if they're a transaction focused type business, mm-hmm. you know, I get new business because I'm the low cost provider. Yeah. We need companies like that. We need operations like that. 
but I'm not a good fit for that. Mm-hmm. So before extending an invitation, I need to understand what challenges these business owners and these decision makers are, are experiencing and how are they different and what are they trying to achieve. And so that helps me make sure the culture of the activity is, is made up of like-minded people. Uh, because you put like-minded people together, things happen. Yes. It also enables me when you make a comment about your business, but you don't see an element of it that I understand to be, in my opinion, key to it. Yes. As the facilitator, I can ask you a question about that mm. so that you communicate it to the other people that are there. And it, it circles back to, I need you to be successful. And mm. so if I happen to know that Sarah over here could really use some managed IT services yeah. or some other type of thing mm-hmm. that I think you two are aligned, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you a question that's going to lead you to answer something in a way that Sarah says, well, I, I need to talk to Tony. <laughs> and, uh, you it, know, it, it brings to mind, Jerry, do you do any any straight up coaching with with your and I don't know what to call them clients members guests I don't I, but do you do do you do that level of of hand holding what's happened over time yeah my initial vision was just bring good people together yes but then as the time has passed people are wanting to know how is it you're able to have conversations with these people that you don't seem to know but then by the time you get together it seems like it's really productive. Yes. And I can't get past the gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? And so it has evolved that's, into that. That's interesting. That's it, interesting. It has evolved into that. So is it true that some of the guests at an Affinitates event are people you don't know? That, like you've reached out. I, I'll use it. You know, I'll use the cold call term. You've cold called them, quote unquote, in some fashion and gotten them to an event? Yes and no. Okay. Before they come, I've already met with them. Okay. I may have been led to them. As an, as an example, I'm, I'm speaking with you, and you say, Jerry, there's a guy that I think is like-minded, and I think he would really get some benefit through participating in one of these luncheons. Yes. I'd say, okay, I'd love to meet him because I can never know enough good people. Mm-hmm. Uh, these luncheons are primarily made up of people that have never been to one before. Hmm. I'll have clients that continue coming back to them. But for the most part, uh, 80% of the people there, this is the first one they've ever been to. Hmm. And so I have to continually be meeting new good people. Yeah. And once people come to one of these and they reflect back and say, man, that those weren't the right kind of people, mm-hmm. then I've made a mistake. I see. One of the things I love about about the Affinitates concept is is simply, I mean, at a base level, and I say this as someone who's been in the indie business community now 20 years, hard to believe, but it's just a f- new, fresh approach. It's something new. I, I can tell you, I've, I've been on numerous coffees. I've got numerous business owner friends and sales slash sales de- development friends. And one of the easiest conversations to have with any of those people is, oh, my gosh, when is something new going to happen? And I just love that it's a new, fresh. And again, getting back to this exclusive. And I think another thing about the website and the way everything is presented, this might sound strange, it's a bit mysterious. 
you, it takes a little digging to figure out what is Jerry doing and how is he doing it and how is this really going <laughs> to you know, help it's funny. me? It's funny you say that. <clears throat> I had a, it's not like we were close friends, but there was a person down the Greenwood area that we have known for a while and he's moved on to other things and he knew me when I was doing other things. Yep. And he came across my LinkedIn and he looked at it and he, and he really couldn't figure it out. So that, that could be a bad thing too. But I don't mind the mysterious part. But the message he sent to me was, it was really brief. The subject line said, what the heck are you doing? Can we meet for coffee? He said, I don't get it. And, and he related it yeah. to the, uh, the Tom Hanks movie. Uh, was it Big? Oh, yeah. Where Tom Hanks is sitting in the boardroom, and there's an, <laughs> a, a, an experienced person developing a, an idea for a new toy which I think it was buildings that would be walking through the town and doing okay. that. Tom Hanks just rang, raised his hand and said, I don't get it. <laughs> and the guy sort of talking down to him said, that's ah, because you're an idiot. But Tom's, Tom saw it through his eyes of what yeah. he knew. Yeah. He says, I don't get it. How will yeah. it work? Yeah. And, uh, and so I, I, I met with that friend from Greenwood, and we talked about it, and he says, I get it now. And... Uh, you know, it's it's very much, um, it's not a transaction focused. It's very much a, if you want to build relationships, yeah, it's a great way to get started. Um, and if, if there's people you want to meet, and, and that's because people always say, that the common question is, well, how do you make money? Because I don't charge people to come to my luncheons. Mm-hmm. Their cost of playing is that they buy their own lunch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so people always say, well, how do you make money? I mean, yeah, if you have clients, what is it they, they pay you for then? Well, I have clients that want me to gather up particular people. Sure. I have clients that want me to help them come up with a story that's going to resonate with people. Because I think that's a significant difference I make when I introduce people is I love to listen. Uh, I think you and I are similar in that mm, we, we yeah. just love to hear people talking about things. Yeah. But that listening helps me present them to others in such a way that those others recognize that's why I need to know them mm-hmm. or that's something I need to know more about. I think, Jerry, as time goes on, um, <clears throat> and I know you've had a long career, uh, uh, you're, you're not a, this isn't your first uh, rodeo, as they say, but that part of your personality and that, that thing that you do it's kind of like go the extra step to see the connection and to um, you're you're almost vetting people yeah. for other people. And that has a snowball effect. I think I've I've seen that with my own kind of business contacts. I'm the, I'm kind of the same way. Yeah. And if you know, I always know if there's someone of value that I've met that I I'm getting to the point where. If I recommend that person to another one of my friends, like that, that's all they need to hear, you know. Um, Getting back to relationships, I'm, I'm, I wanted to also pick your brain just in general on, on, are are there things that you see from from a business perspective where people are missing the boat on relationship opportunities. Maybe they're just way, way too transactional. What are things that you see where you say, oh man, if I had an hour or two with that person, you know, to set them straight? You know, for me, and, and again, it's, it's back to relationships being everything to me. Yeah. I think there are people that feel a lot of anxiety when they go to 
activities that have other people there that they want to meet. And they don't know how to approach those yes. other people. Yeah. And a lot of times we'll stereotype some of these professionals, the accountants, the attorneys, to where technically they've got great knowledge, but they don't, they don't always translate that into creating a warm and fuzzy when they meet people in a group. Mm -hmm. But if they can get the conversation started, if someone else can help facilitate that beginning piece, it, it changes a lot of things. So I think a I don't want to say mistake. It's just we're all wired in a in a different way, and that's what makes yeah. us such a great place. But I think when we going back to the it's not all about me, is that when I really get anxious about going to some place where I'm going to meet people, the anxiety comes from I'm thinking, am I going to be dressed the right way? Yeah. Am I going to say something stupid? You know, am I going to? <laughs> it's all about me. Yeah. If I focus on, it's all about you. Yeah. The person I'm talking with, I don't have time to think about these things that make me nervous because I'm really paying attention to what you're telling me. And that's what helps, in my case, helps me understand people better and gets to that level of detail that I think people are missing. So it's too short to make a, uh, to make a, a short story out of a long one. <laughs> but, but I think it's that key of, of focusing on the other people. Yeah. Sincerely try to learn about them. And I think that, that makes those conversations go so much better. I, I would totally agree. Um, and, of course, isn't that kind of the, the, what we glean out of something like uh, how to win friends and influence people? Yeah. You know, ask, them, ask them about them and focus on them. Right, right. Um, what about... <clears throat> I'm just there's like a little kind of devil's advocate part of my brain, right? That's just yeah. coming up with questions here. I'm I'm picturing maybe a a a straight up you know quota driven sales rep. Yeah. That is in an organization that's telling them, okay, you're going to need to make 40, 40 dials a day. I want you to send thirty uh, cold emails a day and blah 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 yada yada. Do you think? there is space for people like that to have at least a little bit of a long-term relationship building strategy at play. I, obviously that person can't go to their sales manager and say, all right, I'm all, I'm going to switch entirely to relationships here and I'll see you in a year and we'll see, <laughs> you know, it's true. And, and that's a good point. There are some businesses that are going to be more effective with just call, call, call. Um, and we need those, yep. the, in particular, those things that are focused on transactions. Because ultimately, if something is a commodity, yes, it, it typically comes down to cost. I would say 90% of the business owners that we run into yeah. don't want to be a commodity. Right. Sure. They want to charge something different. They want to, they, they have a passion for doing more than just making this thing for you. Mm -hmm. And so... With your question about those particular individuals, you're right. We need those people that are going to do transactions. That's a perfect example of I'm not a good fit for them. Yeah. Now, I would encourage them to, to have a longer vision to as they're making these calls, these 40 calls a day, you've got to start building relationships along the way. So maybe in your early 20s. You're, you're banging on it, you're calling, you're walking up, cold calling, all kinds of places. But you have to also be deliberate in, if I talk to you today, I need to remember you next week. Yes. 
and I need to keep you, not everyone, but those ones that are relevant and have some synergies, make sure you, you don't lose touch with them. Because ultimately, that's when old guys like us, we've had the we've been blessed with the opportunity yeah. of meeting a lot of good people over the Absolutely. years. Absolutely, that segues perfectly into my next question. Okay, I wanted to ask you, how do you track your relationships over the years? I'm sure you're like me. Well, you're you're like me in spades. You've met hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. How do you keep all that straight? And do you use any sort of technology, any software to help you keep it organized? You know, I, I don't, but I probably should. It, it's one of those, we all have different characteristics. Yeah. In my particular case, it's always a struggle for me to remember names. Oh, me too, yeah. I, I just, but I never forget faces. Mm-hmm. And, and a little, I don't know why this is, but I tend to remember little pieces of what seems to be insignificant information about somebody. And... That really helps me on the relationship side because, you know, maybe you and I bump into each other on the street and I, I can't remember to call you Tony. Right. But I do remember that you're a huge race fan. I am the exact same way, Jerry. Yeah. The exact same way. Yeah. I can't tell you the number of times I'll be out somewhere. It's almost a phobia. Um, I'll see someone and I can't remember their name. And I'll say, hey, did the did your Shih Tzu ever get that splinter out of its paw? You know, and they'll say, that was nine years ago. You know, I'm the same way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. But, um, yeah, <laughs> so what do we do? But, you know, it, having an, with the Finitates, I have been very good at tracking not all my relationships, but those that have entered into that piece. It's uh-huh. sort of my own little CRM from the standpoint of, I need to keep track of certain information. Mm-hmm. So in, as one example, if I invite you to three luncheons yes, and you tell me no every time, I'm yeah. probably not going to continue inviting you. Mm-hmm. Not because I have any animosity, but it's, it sure. apparently isn't an issue or something of interest to you, and yeah. I don't want to keep bugging you about yeah. it. Yeah. So I, I keep track of that, and I, I also I try to keep track. You know, If you came to a luncheon in April— you know, I'm probably not going to invite you to another one until maybe, I don't know, September or something, to yes. allow enough time. And, and I don't want you to be at the same luncheon that has the same people that were there the other time you mm-hmm. were there. So I, I consciously try to keep those back to the 80% of the people attending being their first time and not having overlap. I've got, yeah. I, I keep having some, but, but not too much, usually you know, one speak, or two. Speaking again of your luncheons, they are in very neat settings. I, I get the idea that you've put a lot of thought into just where are the luncheons going to be held. Am I right? You're right. You're right. What, what I like, and again, it's, you know, it's these places that n- there's nothing wrong with chains. Chains have great venues all over the city. But, sure. But I really like the locally owned. You walk into in the, the room, the private dining area of this restaurant, and it's, you look around and say, oh, this is different. And so, you know, Meridian Restaurant's one, uh, Capri Italian Restaurant's yes. one, Skyline Club has been one. Seems like uh, most photographs that I've seen of your luncheons, and I, and I believe the luncheon I attended, there's a nice fireplace in almost every, <laughs> in there. I feel like I'm at a ski lodge or something in a way, or just something, it's just special. It's, it's special. It's very well done. I, oh, I congratulate thank you. Thank you. you. Now, 
You think I should have s'mores or anything? <laughs> I, I ski lodge was the bad. That was that was a bad. No, I, as it, soon as I said it, I said that's not really. But it's interesting accurate. because if I remember right to the one you attended, yeah, it was at the Meridian Restaurant, and yeah. that that private dining room is a log cabin type feeling. Yes, right. Yeah. That's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> that's funny. Um, I'm curious to know, Jerry. So this is your first time running a business, correct? Like being like you're running the show or am I incorrect? The, it's the first one running the show on my own. I've been, yeah, as I've a, been involved as an owner and okay. as a partner before. Okay. But that was more, I was an add on totally different industry. I see. Um, yeah. have there, so how has that been? Have there been challenges that you just didn't see coming and, Oh, definitely. And you know, there's always, there's the good and the bad. Yep. You know, I was involved in another organization where there were things I loved about it, but there were some things I thought it was missing the boat. Yeah. Not that it was wrong, but it was different than my philosophy. And so when it's your own gig, the good and the bad of it is you can formulate it how you want to formulate it. Yes. And, and in fact, every luncheon I've done to date here, and it's been almost a year since I've been doing this on my own, everyone has been different than the one before. No kidding. Because every time I'm, I'm very serious about getting feedback from people. Yeah. You know, what would, what would have made this so much better? Or what did you really like? Or what did you not like? Yeah. I, I really want that feedback. And I hear things, oh, that's a great idea. I never would have thought of that. And so it, it keeps moving it to the next level. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think what you're doing, it, it's where it, where it just knocks the socks off of everything else, is the service level, the level of thought, the service, the care. Um, it's, I'm just so excited. I, it's, like I said, get, getting back to the beginning, when I first heard that you were creating your own organization I was I was instantly excited to see what that was going to be and I'm just still excited especially to hear that you're tweaking as you go it's going to be fascinating to see what it is in 5 years let's say I'm you know? excited you know I'll tell you what I've got to figure out so if anyone has any great <laughs> ideas yeah sure a key a key premise of what I want to create is the intimate nature of the interaction of those that are there yes so to this point, it's been through groups of 10 to 15 mm-hmm. is where I've kept that. Those are intimate, and that's great. You can make face-to-face contacts with people. Yes. What I've got to figure out, how can I keep that intimacy and that focus on that element, but then do it for a group of 50 to 100 so that I can – I think this is really impacting a lot of companies, a lot of people in the way that I want. Mm-hmm. But I want it to impact many more. I want it to really make yeah. a difference in a much broader scope. And so in other words, kind of how do you scale? How do I scale That's it? A simple way to put it. How to scale it uh, to keep the intimacy yeah. with more individuals participating. Yeah. yeah. That's a yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question. You know, it's very similar. Um, I, I don't know, churches. There's so many of these mega churches now. Yeah. And really, the key to these mega churches being successful has been through small groups. Yes, that keeps people, that community, people engaged, keeps them involved. But then they still come back and do the big church thing every once in a while. Mm-hmm. So, in no ways, no way, what I'm doing as important as that. But conceptually, it's the same challenge. 
how can I take these smaller groups and get them intertwined or interconnected with them? It's, it's almost I'm going the opposite direction. I think those churches, to get big, they figured out, oh, I need to have these small groups. Yes. I'm the other way. I've got the small groups. How yeah. do I make them? How do I make a big yeah. Yeah. impact? Yeah, that's a good. That's a good question. That's a good question. Probably not something we we can iron out here in the in the next twenty minutes. But that boy, that's got my gears turning. You know, the the entrepreneurial side of me wants to say, okay, let's just talk about. It. Let's figure that out right here and now. And and honestly, Tony, I think that's my approach to pretty much everything. Yeah. Is I know I'm not bright enough to know the answers <laughs> to everything, but I always have questions. And yeah. And I think you're very similar in this in that you're always asking people questions. You're always yeah. reading books. You have an, yeah. a thirst to continue learning more. Yeah. yeah, I know that as I keep meeting good people, mm-hmm. I don't have to solve this problem. I just need to make them aware of it. And in those people, as I ask them questions, saying, well, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? And, and yeah. that's why these luncheons move, move a notch higher every time. Mm-hmm. If someone asks me a question... Or I ask them, they say, well, why don't you do this? Yeah. And a lot of times it's so easy for them to just say it because their experience highlights what, Jerry, you ought to be doing this. Yes. Well, it occurs to me that a, a real um, advantage for you is you're bringing together, you know, some of the brightest minds in the area. And, and, and trust me, I know that everyone involved is – of a fan of Jerry Canope. There, I said it correctly again. <laughs> uh, and so they're gonna. You get to tap into those minds with this with this business challenge that you have. Hey, uh, how would you scale this if you ran the zoo? You know, I'll, you know. It, yeah. It's interesting how you how you phrase that because, and I don't mention this to everyone. So, with the millions of followers you have, that's, <laughs> I'm letting the cat out of the back. But I think a fundamental fundamental belief that I have is this law of reciprocity. So I need to figure out how I can make you feel like you owe me. And I don't mean that in a negative way. Like with politics, we often think of, hey, I'm going to do this for you, but then when I need a vote on this legislation, you got to come to my side. I don't mean that kind of reciprocity. I mean the true heartfelt, man, you did something for me that was above and beyond. Other people aren't doing this Jerry, I owe you. And honestly, that's a key of how I get conversations with people is because it's important for me to help them be successful and to provide things that enable them to do that. Mm -hmm. And I I don't do it for asking things. I don't do asking things in return. And as a result, when I call them and say, hey, do you know Tony Val? Oh, yeah. They give me all the information. They say, yeah, you need to call him. Here's everything you need to know about him. Tell him I told you to call you. Yeah. And that's how I get meaningful conversations. Mm-hmm. Here's a, it's funny because I've been uh, kicking around a concept in my, in my head over the last couple of days. And I'll share it with you. I think it's very pertinent. I, I've been um, studying uh, evolutionary psychology. <laughs> you did mention <laughs> I like to keep learning. <laughs> Well, I'm on an evolutionary psychology jag. That's pretty deep. And, and, well, yeah, it can be. Uh, but one of the things um, that I've learned in um, evolutionary psychology is how important to human beings uh, 
esteem is. I'm not talking about self-esteem. I'm talking about esteem in in that uh, uh, scientific field is literally what others think of you. It's mm. not it's not what you think of yourself. Or it's not even what you perceive others think of, but it's how what others think of you. And so we humans, we we walk around keep unconsciously most of the time keeping score. Well, Jerry thinks I'm a four out of five, you know, but Betty thinks I'm a two out of five. Ah, I never liked her anyway, you know, that sort of thing. And so the concept I've been kicking around in my head for it for if I wanted to create, I'll call it a a, a referral engine, you know, if I yeah. really wanted to get referrals out the wazoo. You have to understand when someone refers you into somewhere, it's because they're actually trying to get status. It's because I know darn well Jerry is so good. He's such an upstanding guy that it's going to make me look better to introduce Jerry to this other friend mm -hmm. I have. That's what it's all about. So I think really the referral the referral uh, uh, engine is really all about providing such a good service and getting back to what you said, being focused on the other person, not what's in it for me, what's right. in it for them. Um, uh, that's what really makes it happen. That's another way to describe what you're talking about. I always like telling the story about um, my real estate agent for life, Kate McGill. Kate McGill. And... Why is she my real estate agent for life? Well, here's what Kate did. Kate sold Lizzie and I our our house, helped helped us find our house, and uh, it was uh, Lizzie was um, six or eight months pregnant with Lewis. We bought our house, and now statistics tell you it's what six years before we'd be in the market again. It turns out it's going to be a lot longer than that, I think. But um, what did Kate do? Lewis was two or three months old. She reached out to us and she said, please let me come and babysit. You guys just go, go have a night, go yeah. have a night out on the town. So, you know, we went out somewhere and talked about Lewis the entire, you know, that's <laughs> what parents do. But, uh, I've told that story probably 50 times. We've referred Kate in here, there and everywhere. A lot of our friends. Now I have friends. I, I feel sorry for them. I have many friends that are real estate agents, right. and I always have to say sorry. <laughs> but it's that sort of thing. Exactly. And again, that gets back to the level of service. This is why I'm so excited about Affinitates and how you're. You found a way to take kind of how you're wired, and 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 make a, a business out of it. And 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 you know it's 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 a journey. I don't think we ever just end up at a place. Well, usually don't. I didn't anyway. <laughs> Other people may have. I think it's a culmination of everything I experienced. You do this yeah. and you think, man, I don't like how this is, or I'm uncomfortable about this, or yeah. I think this is being missed. I think if someone would do this. And, you know, it's really, I think there's so many of us at a, at a business owner level, an executive decision maker level, we want to meet good people. And we know if I have a stable of trusted advisors or at least yeah. just good people that I know, I can, I can do anything. 
uh, but but we don't have the time. And honestly, it's it's sort of for a lot of these people, they've been tainted from the standpoint. I've gone to so many events. I've had so many many people call me that as soon as they realize I'm not a lead for them, then they want to blow me off and they don't care about me. Yeah, that's right. led to people say, "Well, I'm not taking phone calls." You have to go through the gatekeepers, um, but I think they want to meet the right people. It's totally just they, agree. they just haven't figured out how. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and I think this is a this is a for some this is going to be a really good way to do that. Very good. Well, I I, I would encourage any of our listeners to uh, give it a try. Again, the website is Affinitates A F F I N I T A T. E-S, Jerry Canope is my guest. Jerry, so we mentioned books. Uh-oh. I want to ask you, is there a business book that you find yourself going back to um, time and again over the years or one that you'd like to suggest to others? You know, and, and you and I, have, you're a much better reader than I in terms of always getting new materials. You know, for me, it just, it's a focus of always bringing new things around. So mm-hmm. in terms of one that I keep revisiting, there's not one that's going to pop to mind, but I, I tell you some recent ones, uh, Made to Stick is, huh. is one that's, that I've read that I get some good ideas from. One I'm in the middle of right now is, uh, what's it called? Ask, ask More. And it's the power of asking questions. Yes. Uh, I could see you reading that one. I'll bet. Yeah, no, that sounds. Uh, but it's very all the, interesting. It, it's all things about gathering information and all. There, there's one called uh, the Road Back to You. If you've ever heard of the Enneagram, which is never have. It's an old old method of assigning personality type. So it's the old disc profile, oh, the old yeah. culture index, all those kind of things that are there now. This is something that I think it may go back to, well before you and I were around. <laughs> so that's one that's got some interesting ideas for. Uh-huh. But so mine just sort of jump around. Yeah. Just to be clear, before you I see I don't I don't want to take credit where credit isn't due. I'm a I'm a great reader of a I'm a great partial reader of uh-huh. a lot of books. Uh, several books I don't quite finish. I feel like okay, I've got I got the gist of this one and you know, I might I might kind of skim the rest. I usually I'm good for about three fourths of a book, and then I, I've got to go on to something else. So I don't know. What's been helpful for me because I've been one that over the years reading has been a challenge for me. I get distracted, a squirrel runs by, or <laughs> someone honks a horn. Yeah. Uh, but listening to books has really been a game changer mm. for me because I'm out and about so much. Listening to them as I'm moving around is really, or if I'm on the treadmill, it's really been a game changer for me. What do you use, Audible? Audible's one I use, but uh-huh. you know, even if you don't want to pay for them, yep. you could, using your library card, you could That's download right. uh, audiobooks from the libraries. And there are libraries all over the world. You huh. put in, you actually, whatever library card you have, you, t- you tell it the ID and give it the, the password that you're using wow. for that library. And it syncs it up, and it shows you the books that are available to this you. This is through Audible or no, through no. different program? Overdrive. Overdrive. Is the app. I'm going to have to try that. Yeah, it's that a good one. Great. So, so what I do is when there's a book, I'm not, I'm not really excited about it, yeah. but I'm curious about it. So I don't want to buy it, mm-hmm. but I do want to listen to it. Yep. I'll see if the library. And it doesn't have the selection that Audible has. Hmm. 
but but it generally has if they're if they're pretty popular mainstream books they're likely going to be there i'm going to try that you learn something new every day good deal well jerry um i continue to be excited i i look forward to uh to my next invite i was gonna say um i'm 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 gonna make sure you get one here all right i'll be looking for the fireplace and uh and I'm going to kick around this, This honestly, let's follow up with coffees or something, because um, I want to talk more about how you scale. Yeah. You know, I think that would be fun to, um, and also I have a piece of software that I'll show you sometime to track relationships that oh, nice. works very well for me. So well, I appreciate might, might that. work for you. I appreciate so, that. Well, Jerry, thanks for being on Who's Your Hometown Heroes. Thanks for having me, Tony. It's, uh, it's always a blast. And now... Now I can check one of the things off my bucket list. (laughs) Your bucket must be huge if this was on your list. Jerry, thank you so much. Great talking with you. Thanks, Tony.